Let's Roll. This is Counter Charge, your podcast for ranks, flanks, and kings of war. as they delve into the world of Panathor and bring you worldwide coverage of all things Kings of War. G'day all. Thanks for joining us for our list discussion. Joined by the, the venerable Paul Collins and, and Max Kay. Uh, hello, hello. Talking, talking lists from Clash of Kings Australia. Uh, for, that, for those of you watching, the list will go live on the Kings of War Australia page in a about 15 minutes because you know, we don't want to guess you guess have you guessing everything before we've uh before we've discussed it we're going to talk about some of our favorite lists who we think might be favorite to win based on their lists just some interesting lists and look at a couple of new player lists as well and uh yeah that's that's what we'll we'll uh, go through with you tonight um but first we might ask for a few shout outs while we have a bit of a what we've been doing in the hobby discussion before we get into the lists uh i reckon in the comments below for our whole how many we got at the moment oh whole nine viewers at the moment there we go yeah i reckon they're eight are here for you paul i reckon we should get some guesses to uh on what are the most taken lists in terms of factions so of course paul and maxi have had a look but anyone commenting via facebook you do need to if you want us to know who you are you do need to allow facebook to to see your name in the comments but someone's tried to comment first and i think has been first on facebook but second overall <laughs> uh, well, we'll we'll let a we'll let a few people start guessing what our uh, most taken sure. factions are but let's do a little bit of a hobby update paul what have you been up to mate i've had to paint a couple more figures for my um clash list i was actually going to take something different up until the very last day so i had been painting some abyssal dwarfs along with some other people in the in the list um but i changed two goblins and i painted two standard bearers in the last few days and then i ran out of things to paint so i um didn't have any projects that had unpainted figures so i cracked open a an ambush box of um, Empire wait, of Lust. Sorry, I, d I didn't understand that. You've got no unpainted <laughs> figures. Got no unpainted Kings of War figures, except I comprehend. Yeah, hmm. no. It's sorry, me no speaker, Paul. Yeah, <laughs> I had an unpainted box of um, Empire of Dust, an ambush box that I picked up somewhere. So I've cracked that open yesterday, and I'm working on that. <laughs> Um, I have I thought to... you just said I thought you just said man bush box. Manscaping it is very important, Matt. Um it's Paul's new favorite hobby tool, the razor. I am talking <laughs> I am talking about a ambush box. Ambush, right. Yeah. Thank you, mate. Okay. And sorry, what was the what was the ambush box for? What faction? Empire of Dust. Got it. Nice. Great list, Empire of Dust. You've played some Empire of Dust, haven't you, Maxi? Wow, fantastic list. Mm. Pretty Very popular good. this year. Hint, hint. Mm. We haven't got uh have we got any correct I don't think we've got any correct guesses in the in the comments yet. So uh <laughs> while while people try um 
Well, they're half correct, maybe. What about you, Max? What's uh, what hobby? You've you're you're not coming to Clash this year. You made the, no, you know, the unfortunate I've... mistake of having sex and ended up with a pregnant pregnant partner. Yeah, I've got a different hobby brewing <laughs> in the bedroom. Uh, yes, no, I can't make Clash this year. I'll be eagerly awaiting the arrival of my new baby. Mm-hmm. But um, no, I've been working on a lot of stuff. I've got about forty halflings on my bench at the moment, waiting paint. Mm-hmm. Um, and I just finished two wingets, my second and third wingit, because Ooh, you can nice. never have too many wingets. What uh, what flavour of halfling are you painting? What flavour? Mm. Uh, yeah. Well, I'm painting still... the formation. Oh, nice. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Excellent. Which is multi-flavoured. Mm. Mm. Neapolitan. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, myself, I've also been working on some halflings, but I, I showed a couple of you guys. This one didn't get onto the counter charge or a Kings of War Australia post yet, but finished this. Uh, ooh, it's cutting out. Finished this base for my halfling rifles. So, Lovely nice unit of done. ghosts you've got there. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Well, the 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 actual halflings are sitting off to the side here. I've almost got a uh, almost got the base coats done, and then a then a quick highlight, and and they'll be ready to go. Of course, printing, I think I've printed about a thousand different tokens for Clash, so that's been keeping me going. And Thankfully, I had the extra week off. I needed it in the end because, and then printed the trophies, which they're yeah, not dissimilar to the ones Paul Paul has behind him, different different shapes but uh, and different colour. You've got the gold flavour behind you, Paul. But, yeah, that's what we've been up to. And so we're, we've got time for a couple, a couple of more guesses. We've had no one guess what our equal two top factions are yet. So we've had uh, Nick Legrand has said ogres. He also said, are you okay, Paul? Pretty far off there, mate. (laughs) Um, We've had Danny Bird and other Facebook users say dwarfs as well as ogres. And and so Jats is on there. We've got Stephen saying goblins and age... And another Facebook user saying Abyssal Dwarfs. So I think we might do the big reveal. I'll just do a bit of a share screen here. It's Ratkin Slaves. <laughs> yeah. Can we see that? No, coming it's up? way too small. Way too small? I'm talking about the screen, Maxie. Oh, that's what we're talking about. Sorry. Yeah. 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 So let's just see. I can probably blow that up bigger. No, that makes it even smaller. Let's try this. Try okay. and watch it. <laughs> yeah. So we have Abyssal Dwarves with five and Empire of Dust with five and then a whole bunch of four. Goblins, Kingdoms of Men, Night Stalkers, Undead and the Herd. Uh, and then a bunch of threes with Dwarves, Elves, Northern Lions, Varangur, Ogres, uh, twos are your free dwarfs, your base aliens, forces of the abyss and trident realms, and then a bunch of ones. And then only five armies not seen. Sylvankin, Order of um, the Brother Mark, Ratkin Slaves, the Skidmarks, Riftforged Orcs, and Twilight Kid, which found Twilight Kid interesting. Anything surprise you in this list, Cats? I'm surprised there's no Twilight oh, yeah, Kid. No I would have thought at least, at least one or two would have been smashed out in time. Yeah, I, I did wonder if it was mostly a time thing. Well, I think, I think probably, yeah. And I think somewhat a specific, a specific play style as well that might not mesh with everyone. 
Night Stalkers is right at the top, though, so maybe that sort of explains the lack of um, Twilight Kin. Well, I think that's a bit more suggestive as well of that time frame, isn't it, having that little bit longer with their changes? What about are you surprised at Abyssal Dwarves and EOD? Oh, a little bit about uh, with EOD, although it's a very strong list. Mm. Abyssal Dwarves, I think they got some big buffs in Clash and I'm not super surprised to see them there. No, I've um I've been playing a bit against you, Paul, on UB with your with your new and improved half breeds with their nerve buff and all the special rules. They go they go pretty well. Yeah, they and, mm. they're they're in a good spot, aren't they? Um as I alluded to earlier, I was gonna take um Abyssal Dwarfs until last Friday when the lists were due and I made a last minute decision to change. Only because mm. it seemed like there were going to be a lot of Abyssal Dwarf players there. Uh, and no, uh, Gad Max is not the lone halfling because he's he's not making it down. Dan Bird is the lone halfling. Um, but yeah, I think with I think with the half breeds, it's it's quite. I think a nerve buff is a, is powerful because they've got the inbuilt wave of mitigation, right? So it's probably a and, little bit and more re, power. Regen and regen, yeah. yeah. Mm. So I think those two things actually make nerve nerve buffs probably even more valuable than they are usually. And and with vicious, they're quite reliable. They're not mm. as in their out, damage a, output. Yeah, they're not a two hundred and fifty point full hammer, but they certainly are a mini hammer. Um, which is yeah, as I said, melee three with vicious is quite reliable. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Adrian's very very surprised by just three dwarves. Maybe um maybe the masters players burned everyone out for dwarves. There's a free dwarf or two as well. That's true, yeah. And when you I, add in Abyssal Dwarves, there's certainly plenty of stunties going around. Yeah. Mm. Max, what would you have brought? What what faction? I would have brought Halflings. Yeah, yeah pure, purely because it's what I took last year and I'd want to run it back and it's my only full Mantic army, so. Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay. So we might uh, we might roll into what we're going to discuss next. So we, we had a bit of a look through the lists, you know, very shortly prepared episode. We have picked out what we think are some, you know, interesting lists that we'll we'll have a chat about. And then after that we've got a we'll pop up a couple of the new players lists that we haven't seen at Clash before. And then following that, we'll each have our top three lists that we think are a chance at taking it out. <laughs> and Adrian's saying that free dwarfs don't count. Come on, mate. Come on, free dwarfs are the best dwarfs, you know. None of this Golok imperialism. So let's move on to our first list. Uh, we'll go back to sharing. And I think we might because we all picked this list. Don't know whether I should have a crack at his last name or not. I think I'm going to go with not. Jason, which I, who I don't think has been to Clash before. And so he is bringing a Night Stalkers list. And for the purposes of, because we will put this um, up as an episode as well, I'll, I'll read them. I'll read them out. Uh, but he has his Night Stalkers list, which is uh, five, five hordes of Ravagers. So they're essentially the Night Stalker Boomers. Three regiments of Soul Flayers. Uh, of course, they all have Wind Blast, and one of those has the Staying Stone. Two Mind Screechers, both of the Singing Aberration variety, so Lightning Bolt, Mind Fog, Wind Blast. 
a banshee, two banshees, and one with the conjurer's staff and resonant chorus. And I'm going to have to look up what that does. So once per turn after casting its wind blaster and thrall spell, the banshee may immediately cast the same spell again. So, uh, Paul, why did you pick this as an interesting list? Um, I've never seen anyone take five hordes of um, ravages before, mm-hmm. um, but it's also an army that has every unit shooting. Um, the Soulfires mm-hmm. don't do damage, but the Banshees do. Um, but all 12 units are capable of shooting, which I thought was really interesting. Um, and the five halls, I mean, that's a real um, a real skew list. So it's going to have some really easy games and some that are just going to be very, very tough, I think. But, you know, very interesting. Yeah. Uh, and what about you, Maxie? What do you like about this? Uh, it's, well, it's something we haven't seen really in Australia is the, this flavour of Nine Stalkers in full you in, shoot you with ravages and then wind blast you back out of, out of charge range. Mm. It's pretty spicy if, if you can make that work. So I'd like to see him try and pull that off on the table. Yeah, I think, um, yeah, and piercing shooting's just really strong, isn't it? You know, um particularly for taking out like so many hammers in the game might often end up with like that pip of defense down to their four or something. And so being able to kind of get some reliable shooting off on someone's someone's hammers and taking them out early can really swing the game. It's also going to be incredibly powerful in the end game if the tools are still alive, pushing people in and out of zones or on and off objectives and mm. yeah, very strong. Yeah, I think well, Wind Blast is a really powerful spell. I think you don't, don't often see it enough because if you're taking it on a mage, I think a lot of the time one lot of Wind Blast isn't enough for the rest of the game. You're mostly waiting for last turn. Mm. Um, but the Banshee is when it's inbuilt as well. Yeah, yeah, I, I, I think this is a this is a cracking list. I'd probably yeah, so have it, it right it up cast. there if I knew if I knew if Jason could play or not. <laughs> So adding it up, you can cast Enthrall 15, right? And then Windblast 15 with the Soul Flares. So you could pull someone in like eight inches and then push them back eight inches. No, the Mind Screechers also have Windblast. Oh, and the Mind Screechers. Yeah, okay. And that's another 12, I think, or is it 10? Yeah, so you could, could in theory be guaranteed to push someone back out after you pull them in, right, with all that Windblast, if you, if you play it right. Pretty so, much. Yeah, very interesting. Obviously, a little bit of a weakness with the low def, but stealthy to make up for it. Uh, so yeah, the, the, you... the, the list that it'll struggle with that we'll see some of later on are the flying lists. Or maybe the, the other Night Stalkers with stealthy. Yeah, true. Or one, of the, four. or one of the many lists with bolt throwers. Although stealthy will make that stealthy, tough. Yeah, stealthy will make that tough. Yeah. All right. So that's uh, that's Jason's list. Looking forward to meeting Jason. You know, see see if he's um as nasty as his list. See if he can he can get us to pronounce his last name. Yes, true. We'll we'll hold lessons on that. Uh, next one that we're going to bring up is Stephen Tuck. So if your list is making it on here, we don't rate you to win. Just so you know. Sorry, Steve. <laughs> Uh, so Steve's bringing one of the Freed Dwarf lists. 
So three hordes of shield breakers. And the, the, I mean, the best thing about the shield breakers in the free dwarf list is their native pathfinder. Uh, then he's got two troops and two regiments of free dwarf spear levy, which a lot of people don't rate. I quite like him, but he's, it looks like he's basically using them as some unit strength and mastiff caddies. He's got a Brock Rider regiment with Brew of Strength. He's got the Greater Earth Elemental special character, Kragoth and Colarm. He has Free Dwarf Stone Priest with Wings and the Honey Maze, which is interesting in Alchemist Curse 3. Uh, he has a Free Dwarf Army Standard Barrier with the uh, Loot. Uh, and, of course, under the changes, that gives Rallying 1 to Dwarf Army, which is essentially everything but Kragoth, I think. And then he has two Dwarf Lords on Large Beast and a Stone Claw Champion. So um, if we look, and also a lot of unit strength, 28 unit strength and 14 total units, which I think is a, a pretty tasty mix. What do you guys think of this? And I think there's only one unit that doesn't score. Uh, yeah, so the let's bring that back up. So the the note two. So the standard bearer and the stone priest. So the priest has got alchemist curse three, which is why I think it's got the wings of the honey maze. Yeah, well, you can't buy a boots of levitation and a horse. That's this is the next best thing. Yeah, yeah, I can't can't see. I've seen the wings on a stone priest before. One of the reasons I like this list, uh, like it makes sense, just haven't seen it before. I think it makes sense now that you might see some of these combos we weren't seeing before because they stripped off all the spells, so you're not paying for them first. Mm. Mm. Yeah, so it's just an alchemist curse bot now. That's all he's going to do. Um, it's a, it's a well-built well list, I think. Three hordes of shield breakers is, quite frankly, terrifying. Crashing um, well, yeah. Yeah, yeah, and because of the Pathfinder, you know, you can hide them in a bit of cover. So... Mm. Plenty of nerve and and plenty of hurt to to halt, um to doll out and plus of course the the option of the bane chant if it goes off so can go so to crushing. He, he hasn't he hasn't paid for scout on the shield breakers. No, which is interesting. No. Yeah, so the main thing of course, like all dwarf, dwarf lists, will be some board control potential issues if you're not used to playing dwarfs. <laughs> but ordered march also makes a big difference to that. So. Uh, I think. Oh no! Yeah, did, they get, did they get it? Yeah, everything they do. Yeah, yeah. and when you when you combine that with Pathfinder, they can potentially moving mm. moving at the double in in terrain as well with a pivot. Hundred percent. Yeah. <laughs> so let's uh, let's move on. We'll stop that one, and we'll move on to Adam Story, who has one of the flying lists. Uh, he's named this. I'm I'm assuming there's a printed theme here. For, I think for Queensland um, didn't bother flying with Qantas. They've just all taken all flying lists. Yeah, yeah. To to, exactly. To get the clash. Yeah. So Adam's brought, or is bringing, I should say, uh, six hordes of the Order of the Forsaken, all with the Vial of <laughs> Sacred Water uh, um, upgrade, one with Sir Jesse's Boots of Striding, Two Pegasi, Avatar of the Green Lady, uh, an Exemplar Redeemer on Winged Unicorn, and then a, a Winged Unicorn with Lightning Bolt and Veil of Shadows 3. I think for a lot of people, seeing an all-flying list is, it can be pretty intimidating, right? 
Oh, for sure, especially yeah. when six of them are proper hammers. Uh, if he pairs a, the right matchup, he'll just wipe the floor with his opponent. But he, if he pairs the wrong matchup, well, he could struggle. Yeah, if there's some shooting, shooting. I mean, and the thing about heavy flying lists, right? It can one quite bad turn of nerve rolls can ruin the whole game, can't it? Uh, this, this yeah, I don't sure know how much phalanx that we're seeing in this in this meta, but if he runs into some heavy phalanx, he'll struggle. Well, one I'm interesting sure, list I... we didn't put up was Chris Wilcox making his big return, and I think he had two or three hordes of sharp sticks. So uh, from Queensland as well. So there's a couple of lists with a few hordes of of, um, of phalanx. Mm. Um. Yeah. Right. So that, that's Adam's list. Let's uh, we'll cease that one and we'll move on to. Now I'm sure Scott Marshall has come before, but I cannot remember. And so we have his list called Frozen Echoes of the Afterlife Undead. Uh, now that's got two regiments of uh, revenants, a horde of revenants with undead giant rats, Soul Reaver Infantry with the Staying Stone, Zombie Troll Horde, White Horde, Revenant Cav Troop with Skirmishers Boots. I like that. Uh, undead army standard bearer with Shroud of the Saint, so that gives wild charge D3 skeleton only. Morgoth the Faceless, who is still awesome. Uh, two revenants on undead great burrowing worm, one both with plague breath, one with brew of haste, and one with meat of madness. And a revenant king on undead great flying worm. So, Maxi, I think you uh volunteered this list up. What do you like about it? Yeah, baby. So all three of those titans have the skeleton keyword, mm. uh, which, if you look at the army standard bearer, gives wild charge D3, I think it is, to skeleton. Mm. So he's, he's looking for some spicy potential turn. No, he can't quite turn one charge with it, but some long bomb charges with these titans. And the two uh, yeah. have, have movement items as well. Yeah, trying to play into that. Yeah. Um, mm. Yeah, followed up with Morgoth, the new Morgoth who can, what, move the double and double cast? Yes, move the double and double cast. Yep. Mm -hmm. Yep. The, the, the new the new and again re improved Morgoth. Morgoth for me. So even, even if yeah. you can't find a flank with that, the uh, the movement bonuses and the wild charge, you can just surge it in from a long yeah. way away with Morgoth. Gad, if you're uh, still watching, you're going to have to show this list to, to Hong, mate, because uh, I think half this list he wrote big posts about hating half these um, <laughs> half half these uh, entries in the list. I should say, but yeah, a, a turn one charge would be nice, wouldn't it? So that's that's Scott's list, and I think for you know they certainly have become more viable to those titans with the unit strength too, haven't they? You know, it just makes them that little bit. A little bit more powerful. I don't even know what else he's got in his list. I don't think it matters. <laughs> Lots of skeleton types. He's pushing Lots three dragons around. Yeah, I think I wrote a. I wrote a. Well, it's not similar because it's in EAD, but a list with you know double skeleton dragon keyword and having Raz because you buff it to the melee three. Once you've cast your surge around. 
Right. So that's Scott's list. And then we have uh, Alex's phalanxing Horses of Nature, which I think has seen played a tournament before. Have you played this, against this, Max or Paul? Uh, I played against this last week in person. It's pretty spicy. If you can. So the key to, the, to this list is I think it's Kapuka, Kapupa. If you go down, Kapupa. <laughs> yeah, we should read it out, shouldn't we? So two troops of hunters of the wild, three troops of hunters of the wild, uh, two regiments of hunters of the wild, uh, three hordes of forest shamblers, one with the brew of sharpness, two pegasi, a glade walker druid with shroud of the saint and heal six, um, Kapoka the hidden saviour with heal four and weakness, and so Kapoka has aura of phalanx verdant only. And then there's a forest warden with loot of insatiable darkness. And then there's two tree herders, one which has the orb of towering presence and one which is the wilt father. So, uh, yeah, I, I like this list also. And, and Alex is a solid player. Yes, for yeah. sure. Alex is definitely improving. And if he can pilot this pretty well and pair the right matchups, like if he pairs that Order of the Green Lady list and gets his phalanx bubble in the right spot, he might do all right. That's right. Yeah, yeah. Maybe, uh, Alex. Yeah. Maybe you should. Uh, maybe you should grudge one of the flying lists round one, and let's see how it goes. <laughs> <laughs> what were you going to say, played, Paul? I've, I've played this list as well, and it's very strong in the right matchup. Mm. And more importantly, it's an all tree list, which is really cool. Yeah, loves bringing his wood to the table, Alex. That's what they say about him. Very and then the last, too. it is it is nicely painted. Yep. And then the, our our last one from the from the interest list was uh, Tony Lee's Boying list, which I think is so named because it's got a whole bunch of old. Uh, let's share the right screen. A whole bunch of uh, what are the old Warhammer squig riders? I, I think that's what it's named after. So he's got two regiments of fleabag sniffs, uh, two regiments of fleabag riders, both with more pups. He's got the magwans, cav special upgrade. He has the he has a horde of fleabag chariots with short bows and the boots are striding. Two more pup launchers, two giants, both with the with giant clubs. Uh, he has granny snark. Maguire and Juice, and then the Bang Sticks formation, which is a popular formation in this class. How do you how do you feel about this as a fellow goblin player, Paul? Well, I chose this for my interesting because I've got this sort of a list on my bucket list. So turn my goblins into a fast moving um in a cavalry heavy list, and I think this is really cool. I'm gonna do it one day. I've also Spoiler's got the bang sticks formation in my list, and I think it's the most fun formation in the whole game. Don't know about the best, but I think it's the most fun. Um, so I really, really think it's the And I think all that movement, 10 and charge 20, will catch a lot of people unawares. What do you think, Maxi? Looks like a fun list to pilot. All that speed 10 nimble. Looks uh, very enjoyable. Mm. I don't know how well it'll go, but 
And I, I swear... We'll have to wait and see. Yeah, I don't even know what TIL stands for because Luke uses more bloody acronyms than anyone I've ever met. But, yes, Pegasus, Pegasi, he asks, is Pegasus a tree for Alex's list? And I said, yeah, well, Pegasi also have wood, Luke, okay? So, you know, we don't discriminate. I think um, just back to this list for a sec, it can take the slasher, which it has a, um, a rampage aura for beasts. So I think... That would have been interesting in this list, but it's a lot of points. So I no, and you could do a giant squig slasher too. Yeah. Mm. Uh, the big vomiting squig. But I can see um, Yeah, I think, yeah, I mean, I think I'd, I'd generally prefer the, the, the slayer option on the giants, but um, just because I think often you need that little bit of help going through the bigger stuff, um, more so than the infantry. And they're a big block of nerves at Defence 5, are they 17, 19? Um, you know, which is something the list lacks. So I think I can see why the Giants are in there. And they move pretty quick too. Yeah, 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 for sure. Yeah, I, that, that is a, a benefit of them, isn't it, is their, is their speed overall. They're certainly, certainly not slow. Now, we've got, I think, about five... Uh, new first-time Clash of Kings players coming this year. And so we've picked just a couple of their lists to have a look at. So we'll stop sharing that way. And let's share Lachlan's first, his elf list. So Lachlan is taking two regiments of Glade Stalkers, a horde of Therenian Sea Guard, uh, two regiments of Forest Shamblers, Stormwind Cavalry Regiment, a Dracon Horde with Boots of Striding, Bolt Thrower, Elven King with the Shard Blade, uh, and a Horse, Elven Archmage on Horse with Inspiring Talisman, Valor Shadows, and Alchemist Curse, and then the Swirling Tempest's Formation. So it's 13 units, 23 unit strength. Uh, I, I'm not sure, I'm not even aware of what, Part of the what part of the country Lachlan hails from? I think it's it, it certainly does something in all phases. This list, um, but whether it does enough in any of the phases is probably the question. What do you What do you think? It's a very uh, well rounded list. Mm. Mm. Very yeah, very balanced. Um, I think he might be lacking in a hammer. He's got the cav and the dracons. If I was running Olds, I'd run three hammers, but Queenslander. other than that, I can't see a floor in this list. It's great. Yep, and I mean one of the one of the benefits of the the formation it does exert some board control with those speed ten dracons, although the the weakness of the the lower nerve. So I think that that formation, I think it can be one of the trickier formations to run for an inexperienced player because of the the lower nerve on the regiments. Um. Yeah, so it'll be, be interesting to see how that goes. Tell you what, I'm not looking to getting off this live stream hearing the screaming that's happening in the back. <laughs> uh, yeah, I think there's it's also just you wait, Maxi. There's also a bit of board wait. control with those forest shamblers. They, they've got scout, haven't they? Um, they do. So they, yeah. they can push up into key positions as well. Yeah, they do. And then uh, the, the other one we've got is... Walter, who actually has been to UK Clash of Kings 
before. He's flown to the UK Clash of Kings but never been to an Australian tournament. Ah. So uh, let's let's share his. I'm not sure he played with his own army over there either. He might have borrowed an army. Um, but he's, he's local to us here. I haven't met him yet, though. And so he's taking our only orcs list with three regiments of Morax, a horde of Greatax, a horde of trolls, sorry, a regiment of trolls, actually, two Orklings regiments, a war drum, a flagger, two godspeakers with fireball, a Gakamak, Crudgeron wing slasher, and the Gore chariot formation. Uh, which I can see it looks like it adds a keyword there. What's the gruesome gores do? Gruesome gores, unless disordered. Rampage and Slayer. Rampage and Slayer. Interesting, interesting. But only D3. Yeah, haven't seen that on the table before. Um, I I think one of the things that Orcs have always struggled with a little bit is is not not being able to compete strongly in the shooting phase. Um, you can build which, an all shooting um, orc list with the the new standard bearer gives you rampage, so you can. Oh um, yeah, yep. Mm-hmm. You, you can take a whole bunch of skulks and a whole bunch of skulk um, chariots, mm. um, which I think is fun but not good. Mm. No, yeah, exactly. I think it's um, and so like he's got a couple of lots of fireball there, but you know, fairly short range. Gakamak's a beast. That's uh, I like one of the most, I like the, yeah. the wing slasher too. Yes, yep, and the the wing slasher is pop fire all on that. Um, yeah, Gakamak is I think one of the most annoying individuals in the game. Yeah, I don't know if I'd go for fire oil because it's already got crushing three. Yeah, probably, probably a little bit of a waste there, isn't it? And there's probably and there's not too many regening death six units except for two no. obsidian golems regen. No, no. So it's only five yeah. points, though. Yeah, be, be be better off being a um, blade of slashing, though. Get more use out of it, probably. It's hard to find a hole some... in this list. Though. That's what yeah. I feel. I mean, the good thing about these chariots, too, unlike some, is that they are melee three as well, aren't they? Yeah. Uh, Jats is asking. So, Ratkin slaves, Rift Forge, Green Lady. What were the other ones that were missing? Uh, I don't even. We were we've, we've got a green lady. Yeah, Jats clearly yeah, yeah, no. didn't, didn't sign in at the beginning of this uh, live stream. Wasn't okay. it the first list we talked about, green lady? What are we missing? Twilight uh, King, did... Brother Mark, Sylvan King. Yeah, Reforged, and the slaves. Yeah, and I think I think there was there was one Ratkin, wasn't there? There's one Ratkin. There yeah. mm. Oswald from um, Victoria. Yes, bringing a lot of phalanx. Mm, yes. So we've, we've now done like a couple of new playlists and some lists that we think were interesting, and now we're going to onto some lists we think we can uh, that can compete for the top gong. So, Paul, I reckon let's start with yours, and I'm just going to have to go to your list and then bring them up. <laughs> so. Uh, you're going to have a bit of a chat about why you think these. So first of all, let's go to the current Australian master, Stephen Devonish, and we'll share his list. Right. And so Stephen's got two hordes of sharp sticks, uh, which will be good against those flyers, two troops of luggets and a regiment of luggets. So going going out there with some 
less taken units in goblin lists is Stephen, which is his want. Uh, trolls with debt packs and chalice of wrath. Magwans, two more pup launchers. Wing it. Two giants, both with giant cleavers, so taking the slayer option. Grony snark. Flag it with the loot. Uh, Kuzlo and Madfall. Magwar and Juice. And a king on chariot with the staying stone. Um, this, this, this looks fun. I, I like this. You both picked this list, I think, in your top three, didn't you? Yeah. Yes. Yes. Mm. Um, um, I, it's a very even list. Yeah, I was about to say the same thing. Um, and there's a lot of multi-tools. There's a few Swiss Army knives in this list. I've, I've been running Magwar and Joes from the beginning and mm. Kuzlo and him or them are both great multi-tools, as is the King on Chariot. Um, all three of them can effectively shoot. Um, they can all fight. Two of them are scoring. Two of them are inspiring. Um, but I think also a couple of unit of phalanx in the in the current meta, given all of the flyers and all the cavalry, is going to be so handy. Um, and all of the infantry and the cavalry can, or the mag ones, I think have got more pup cages, so they can all be loaded with a more pup, which mm. is very, very effective. So I think this list covers all those bases. It's got quite a good number of drops, 17, 24 unit strength. And as Max said, it, I think it's right up um, Steve's alley from the, the one game I've played him. It seems like his sort of list. So I think, I think a little bit of fun too. Maybe he kind of thinks I'm already the master. I qualify. I can take something that's a bit more, a little bit more fun, you know, just yeah. rubbing it in yeah. people's faces. And, old Steve. Until you sit across from him at the table at Clash. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. And get thanks you with this list. Yeah. Until he I makes you cry. Yeah. I think so you're the, right with those more pup cages though, aren't you, Paul? Because like when you, when they're not actually, when having more pups isn't listed, like it's something that you can easily forget about when you're across the table from it. That they can for that sure they can reload it so it can catch you by surprise as an opposition player. And and I've I've been running two more pup launchers for quite a while. They're very handy even um, shooting at the enemy. They don't have mm. piercing, but they've got three attacks, they ignore obscured. Um, they're really like elite, in my opinion. Elite good. from the winget. Elite from the winget, yep. Mm. Um, they're they're a really solid. You know, they, they seem to fly. Under, it's they seem, it seems to fly under the radar, but I think it's I think it's very solid. So the other thing he's got here is something I've been playing with is uh, flagget with the loot and lugget. So the flagget now gives strider aura for infantry, which mm. works perfect perfectly on those luggets as a second wave. Then you bane chant them, and for what they're 105 point troops, they can do a lot of damage. And they've got brutal. Yeah, brutal wild charge. Yeah, 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 very, very nice, very nice. And right. I think Stephen, Stephen is a bit of a he. He's a kind of a master at using those Swiss Army knife units, the Maguire and the Kuzlo, the King on the Chariot. If anyone's going to get there, the he is. It's, it's the master himself. <laughs> Yeah, you should see him around town here, actually. He actually wears a name badge calling himself the master, and it's just you know, <laughs> we're not allowed to refer to him by Stephen anymore. It has to be Master Stephen. It's, it's really bizarre. Yeah. 
<laughs> I can picture him ordering his coffee. Yeah, can't you? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, they've all never. You may call me the master. <laughs> Turns up in his cowl, you know. Uh, all right, let's uh, let's move on to the next one. Uh, and now the next one is, oh, no, what a lie. No, it's not you, Rob Millington. That's a mistake. You're rubbish. <laughs> Although it is EOD um, and there's yeah. lots of those. He's not going to listen to this. <laughs> well, he's messaging me in the background. <laughs> For your next pick was Matt Curtis and his elves list he has dubbed Chariots of Fire. So we had a, a forest guard. He, he is watching. Uh, a forest guard group, interestingly, with the Staying Stone. Uh, put two Therenian Sea Guard hordes, one with Hammer of Measured Force and one with Fire Oil, two Hunters of the Wild troops, um, uh, Stormwind Cavalry Regiment with Brew of Strength, two uh, a War Chariot Regiment with Short Bros, a Chariot Legion without Short Bows but with Jesse's Boots of Striding, the Dragon's Breath, a Bolt Thrower, an Elf Mage on foot with Bane Chant and Lightning Bolt 5, an Elf Standard Bearer, which with the changes gives out Rampage Melee 3 Warhost. Uh, that has the loot. Uh, two Nobles on War Chariot, which are pretty good for their points, and a Tree Herder with Blade of Slashing. Uh, tell us why you picked this, Paul. And, and um, uh, Maxi, I think you had this in your list too, but we thought we'd better get some diversity. So you... you, you yeah, to I had to cut him. Yeah. I, um, I've never played Matt, but I understand he's a very good player. Um, mm-hmm. He's got some of the units that I think are the best in the off list. Like I love um, the Seaman unit, and he's got two of them. Um, the Seaman unit? <laughs> <he got>. right. <laughs> we've we've um, had bloody man bush boxes and Seaman units from Paul today. Yeah. And, like, that Stormwind Cavalry unit, short of Phalanx, that's going through just about anything in the game with Brewer Strength um, and Elite. Like, that's a that's a proper hammer. Um, interestingly enough, I don't think there's any flyers in this, any um, drag, Dracons in this list. Yeah, but I really I really like the War Chariots and yeah. especially the, the new Nobles that got a buff in the last cock. Um, yep. And yep. Just a Inspiring, casual, nimble. Yeah. Yeah, and just a casual tree herder at the end for people not paying attention. Um, mm. Like, I reckon that's all sorts of solid. Um, yeah, a lot of it's only defense four, but, you know, it's got a lot of shooting. It's got a little bit of scout. It's got, you know, some hammers. Um, that, that one of, I don't know if you mentioned, but one of the chariot units is a legion. Uh, did you miss that or did you say it? I, I, uh, I think I said legion, but yeah, but yeah. Um, which, because I'd, I'd taken in a horde against you recently and in some ways the legions a nicer footprint because <laughs> of the narrower frontage yeah because it's um, three wide isn't it mm, um two wide no, two three three wide okay. yeah i think it's three three by two mm. could be wrong um, i don't know it's just it's different sort of list and i think um from what you normally see you know it's not two or three units of dracons and all of the um, glade stalkers so i think it's a i think it's a really cool list and clearly he's thought it out um, plenty of semen. Plenty of semen, always important. Mm. Um, so I think it'll go well. And so, yeah, if we... can I can I can yeah. I comment? Don't leave me out. Come on. Uh, sorry, mate. Um, yeah. Come on, Matt. Come on. Come on, our favourite little halfling. 
Obviously it sucks. Move on. <laughs> nah, the the war a stealth stealth filth with the rampage from the banner bearer. Yeah, they've got, the, they've got war hosts, yeah. do they? Which all the, all sure the chariots is, have got it. Mm. So that, those nobles, they're just sitting around looking for flank charges, inspiring the, everything nearby them. And then you pick up a flank with one of those and it goes in with Rampage 3. That's 8 attacks, doubled to 16. Mm. Mm-hmm. Threes with Elite, yeah. Crush 1, Thunder 1. You catch people out with flanks from those those nobles. Mm. Yeah. It is. Um, do you think it's super weird that no one's picked up on that I said there was 10 obstacles on every table this year? Super weird. Pretty yeah. weird. Good things lost flyers. Yeah. <laughs> uh, all right. And then Luke is your last pick, I think, Paul, yeah. who I also had in my top three, not because we rate Luke, but we know that he knows how to lean on a list. I so only chose just... him to put him under pressure and make him crumble. Um, yeah, fair enough. Yeah, good shout. Good shout. Make him choke. So uh, let's, uh, let's share that list. So Luke has, uh, and he's been making an effort to make this all Mantic Kingdoms of Men with conversions. So he has a Shield Wall Regiment, a Knight Cav Regiment with Indomitable Will and Striding. How many is that? Four Hordes of Beast Cav, all with Fly, all with Thunderous Charge 1 and with Vicious and all with Indomitable Will. Two Ballista. An army standard bearer on horse with the loot, uh, and three wizards all on Pegasus, all with lightning bolt three, and then two generals on winged beast, uh, one with the mace of crushing. Now, yeah, I mean, one thing is, is I don't think those ballista are getting touched with all that <laughs> that flying. I think they're getting, unless they're obscured, they're probably getting uh, six turns of shooting. Uh, yeah, or getting hit by one of the multitude of flying units in in the other lists. And and the powerful thing about it is, particularly with the Kingdoms of Men versus, say, Adam's list, is the Indomitable Will is really powerful uh, mm. and, and vicious, always good, of course. This list doesn't have, unless I missed it, Veil of Shadows. Um, no. All of the wizards are just um, Lightning Bolt on Pegasus. Mm-hmm. So it'll be Luke won't want to muck around against um, any of the shooting lists in the in the in the tournament. Um, so I, I expect unless he's playing a dwarf list or something. Look at you baiting him already in case he comes up against your Phil. Hey, he'll be getting saturated. I'm putting yeah. the mockers on him, so yeah, yeah. I, I said it straight out. That's the reason I chose him. No, I think this is a really solid list. I've um, I've been throwing around versions of this, and I, I've been playing against people with versions of this. But I think this is, you know, Phil's plus one compared to what I've been seeing. So. Well, and the other thing is he's used to playing all flying filth, right? So he's that sort of guy. You know. I mean, yeah, expert, he's got a lot yeah, of experience. expert at having a list prop him up, this bloke. No, Luke will do well. He's done really well in the last few big tournaments. He has. And he, has. he clearly thinks about his list and then replaces it with spam flyers. So um, yeah. he'll do well. Yeah. I want to know where the third general on Wing Beast is. He couldn't fit that in, surely. He's got yeah, six yeah. What's, what's, Why is he bothering with the shield wall? He, oh, he probably needed the unlock, did he? That's an he unlock, needed. yeah. And, it's, and it shoots, yeah. right? It's got the... Uh, what do you need the unlock? Yeah, because he's got six characters. Yeah. I've been so thinking about the, the missing 
um, general, and he's got his half his army's got indomitable will. So yeah, yeah, you don't need the inspiring. Even the mm. even the knights that have got headstrong have got its indomitable will. Well, so, and also, aren't they? Yeah, they're very inspiring. The generals, so you know, yeah, and the standard value is obviously very inspiring, inspiring anyway. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think that could be a weakness, although with all that indomitable will, I think it'd be all right. Yeah, like, I agree. He'll charge people and, and, turn two and it won't matter. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. and like not, you know, def five, fifteen, seventeen is nothing to sneeze at sneeze at on the on the nerve front. So um No, definitely not. Yeah. All right, Maxi. Let's go on to the ones that haven't been covered off from your picks. Let's see. So you also had Stephen, and then yeah, you, Stephen. you changed a couple out because because yours yours and Paul's were too similar. So let's bring so Adrian's Call of Cthulhu Trident Realms list: two regiments of Thule, one with Helm of the Drunken Ram, two hordes of Giggers, a Tidal Swarm regiment, two Coral Giants, which I like. We're both with the Cleaver. Uh, Nyad Centurion with Trident of the Drowned Sea, great upgrade. Two Thule Mythicans, one's with Scor- one with Scorched Earth 2 and one with nothing. Uh, two Depth Holera Eternals, one with Orb of Towering Presence. And then the formation, and in the formation he's whacked the Gnome Glass Shield on Anisha, uh, given her the knowledgeable upgrade and Host Shadow Beast 2. Tell us uh, about your luck for this list, Max. Look, honestly, I didn't look too closely at the list. I picked Adrian because he's an awesome player. Um, mm. I think what I might like most about this list is he's got uh, four regiments of Thul, all different, just to keep your opponent on their toes. Mm. So two in the formation, one of those has got an item. Two regular and one of those has got an item. So that'll, that'll keep you guessing. But it's a very good list. Adrian will pilot it very well, as he does. He's got four, what is it, two Coral Giants and two Giga Regiments, or Hordes, to push at people with fair high defense, and then all the Thule to follow up as as Hammers as a second wave. Um, It's a lot of pieces to deal with. There's no sort of, you know, little chaffy or little anvil unit that... You don't need to worry about. It's all um, it's 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 all it's all capable oh, of it, hurting. Even the characters, he's got four of them, yeah. can pin you down, tie you up for a couple of turns. Even the the, the one chaff piece he does have is got its snare, so and it's yeah. and it's fearless. Yeah, I I really like coral giants. Like take mm. your regular giant and give it in snare. That's that's great. And um, Iron Resolve. And Iron Resolve. And that that um, Trident of the Drowned Sea, for those that don't know, uh, unless it's been changed, I think disorders something that you wound, that you cause damage on with it. So uh, can, you know, just pop someone's flying or, or thunderous away if, uh, if necessary. <laughs> I think the other thing worth noting here is that a lot of Trident Realm lists are mainly or, or nearly entirely D defense three. This one's got like four or five units of defense five and defense six. Yes. So it's it's not getting pushed away easily. I, I haven't um, I haven't seen Gigas Yeah, that's right. And I and I haven't seen too many Gigas in lists. 
you know. are obviously not quite as quite as fast as some of the other elements. They don't have a um, lot I'm, of attacks, but they're very solid. Well, they're hard yeah. to shift. I'm, I'm really looking forward to what the rework of Trident Realms is, but Adrian does play them very well, that is for sure. That's a beautifully painted army too. That is right, yes. Uh, now, Maxi, we must have one more for you, Well, which was Adam's story, which we've already looked at. So he had the he had the Chocobo list. So uh, um, Yeah, I think if he gets six good matchups, he could just table opponents. No problem with that list. So that's a wild yeah. card of a pick. Yeah, why don't, well, why, could let's just, well why don't we just really, really briefly, really briefly bring it up again. It was six hordes of Forsaken, that one, wasn't it? Yeah, and four other things that didn't matter. Oh, except for <laughs> Stealthy. <laughs> Pegasus. Uh, some chaff. Two Pegasus, six. Um, Pegasus, yeah. oh, and Pegasus, oh, great lady. chaff. Pegusai. Pegusai? There we go. So, yes, it was the six hordes of Forsaken, all with Vial of Sacred Water. So, uh, and one with Sir Jesse's Boots of Striding, two Pegasi, an Avatar of the Grand Lady, Exemplar Redeemer with Winged Unicorn, uh, and, sorry, Exemplar Redeemer, yeah, on Winged Unicorn, and then a Winged Unicorn with Lightning Bolt and Veil of Shadows. So, so compared to... Sorry, you go, Paul. The Exemplar Redeemer is sort of very much like a um, general on Wing Beast, except it's got um, regen. Yeah. Um, if we look a, at the, the comparison Queensland list, I mean, the one thing this probably has in favour is that it still has the inbuilt waiver mitigation in terms of the headstrong on those hammers, um, yeah. but has more access to heal. And to, the to, um, Avatar of the Green Lady's got heal six, mm, radiance yep, a lot. So, so all of them, I think the vial gives heal two once per game, doesn't it? Um, <laughs> and then you've got... Too. Yeah, D two, and then you're backed up by the avatar of the Green Lady. Um, yeah, and and obviously also unlike what well, like you mentioned with Luke's Paul, he he has brought Veil of Shadows, so um, he's mm. obviously been a little bit worried about the the shooting, probably getting wavered at the wrong time by the shooting more than anything, I would think. And it's on a move ten unit that's an individual, so it can cover a lot of ground. Yeah. Um, I'd like to see him and Luke play. That'd be an interesting game, a, a dance yeah. of players. Mm. So you can Adam is a very good player too. Adam's a very good player. Yeah, and also Luke always make move, so that'd make me happy. Imagine if that accidentally happened round one, Matt. Yeah, yeah. Travel and travel both from Queensland, so the travel the travel groups will take care of that. Do we, not happening. Do we have any yeah. tos in the chat? <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, right. So I had also listed Luke, and then I reckon Nick Crosser. Did you pick Nick? No, no, no. I didn't pick Nick. He just I'm he just gets caught out rolling too many dice, and then it's all over. At least he gets to play this year. That's good. Yeah. So he will like we'll we'll, we'll see. He'll he'll either play or buy bust. But I, I hope he plays. I really like his Empire Dust list. Uh, but the the two we had left. Was there's let's do the super dodgiest bugger first. You know a fair bit about this this bloke, Paul, and it is 
Dave Fanning? Nah, it's not coming. We wouldn't put his list up. Paul Collins with your goblin filth. And I think I think my exact words to you, not not the uh not the C word comment, but the uh my exact words to you in another chat, Paul, were how did you shit the bed at Masters with this list? Turns out I had COVID at Masters. Yeah. Yep. Which didn't help. So we've got five hordes of the cheapest defense four unlocking things I've ever seen, the rabble, two war trombones, more a more pup launcher, three sharp stick throwers, three wingets, uh, yep, with bombs away, granny snark, two flaggets, one with diadem of dragon kind and one with the boomstick, a whiz with knowledgeable upgrade and alchemist curse, Kuzlo and Madfall, and the formation. Now, why do I like this? I don't like the general, ordinary bloke, right? But I really like, I think goblins are just a really powerful list. I think one, because, you know, they're really cheap unlocking is def four, which I don't quite get. So that you, you get a lot of fairly resilient nerve on the table for that. And then their non-scoring options are just so good that you can't ignore them so that you have to divert quite a bit of attention to them. Non-scoring or even the unit strength one options like the like the wingets. And because you can put so many of those options on the table, it just it just makes it a list that can be quite quite hard to to deal with. Um, and puts out when you combine the things like, you know, the cheeky little diadem in there, Paul. Uh, the sharp stickers, stick, the sharp stickers, the sharp sticks are better than what you'd expect because you pop out the elite from the um, from the wingets, and so basically you're naming what you're naming three units a turn to get to get elite shots on if you want to. It's a very very good list. It sings and dances in every phase of the game, I reckon. What do you think, Maxi? Yeah, it's pretty good. I've played against Paul with his list a couple of times. He's he's slapped me around. Goblins mm. are very good. But it's yeah. 22 drops, so I'm short of time now. I, I don't Maybe. know how you do it. <laughs> is it actually? Yeah, oh, I, 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 it, it's actually, it actually is, isn't it? 22 drops. I've started playing Goblins myself, and I, I've timed out every single game. Yeah, I think that's, yeah, you know, that is that is a weakness of it, although we have been generous with the timings at, at Clash this year. Uh, so, you know, that might that might save you a little bit, Paul. Mm. But I it's think, you know, if, 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 if it, like, it's not like it's, it's not like it's unbeatable, but it's a good list. No, an army with Defence 5, Stealthy <laughs> or, you know, Regen is very tough. Mm-hmm. I think if someone makes the mistake of hanging back too long, you know, it becomes very difficult to win because because the combined shooting does put out a surprising amount of hurt with that elite. Well, there's five Empire of Dust and five Abyssal Dwarf, both which are, can be pretty grindy lists, I think. Mm. Especially mm. Empire of Dust could be problematic for you. Yeah. Oh, for sure. I've heard on the streets that Paul loves a good grind, though, so mm. might be fine. Undeniable. <laughs> We get these right. off the screen. Disgustingly. I know. Yeah, let's get them off. 
and, and I love how like Paul's just sitting there trying to play it calm, you know. Nah, this is this is ordinary, guys. Um, and then my last pick didn't do any good at Masters, did it? No, yeah, I, I still don't understand Paul because you are a good player as well. I come up yeah. against tough composition and I crumbled. Mm, too much man bush. Not okay, enough my, manscaping. Yeah. Too, my too last pick was Mr. Andrew Goodman. So you you know that Abyssal Dwarfs have been rebuffed when when AG goes back to the well. You know, they've been they've been missing for a long time. The boys have been <laughs> in their box, right? And so uh I, I picked this list because uh you know, there is no man who has been more intimate with an abyssal dwarf than Andrew Goodman, and so he knows this list inside out. And uh, so he's got three troops of gargoyles, three hordes of abyssal grotesques, with one with blade of slashing. I don't, did they? Did grotesques change at all? Yeah, oh, they yeah. got again fury, fury, fury and strider, and strider. Yeah, yeah. So some, some of these, some of the forward. abyssal dwarf changes to me it's just completely bizarre. But uh, well, they were well, they were well overcosted until they got a buff. But they're still melee four, which is yeah, uh, two fifty and two fifties. Uh, it is a lot of points. Um, but defense five, sixteen, eighteen. Oh, that's they, pretty hard. And but also that touch slower than most cav, so they do have weaknesses. But um, three three heavy heavy mortars. So uh, that was an old favourite of AGs going back back in the day. Hexcaster with Fire Royal and Hex 3, an Abyssal Halfbreed Champion with the Gnome Glass Shield, an Abyssal Grotesque Champion with Orb of Towering Presence, and the Slave Orc Formation. Have, yeah. have either of you guys seen the formation on the table before? I've used it a few times. Nope. It's um that that hero is very very um, punchy. Um, he's brutal. He's got a seven attacks, um, and he gives them rally two. It gives all the slave walks rally two. Um, the cavalry are, are okay. I, I think it's probably the second most fun formation. I think it's a great formation, and it does something that the rest of the list doesn't do that well. Um, anyway, I like it. I think it's good. Yeah, and the thing for me with this is like AG was very successful with the core of this list, which was the three heavy mortars and multiple grotesques before grotesque got well, it was second edition, but like they're the best they've ever been. So um I think there's a really good chance he he uh ruins some hobbies with this list. But again, you, you could have that you could have that game where, you know, your your mortars just don't hit once, right? Um and then you've got 345 points doing nothing for six turns. Yeah, they, they're really – Max probably can say it more succinctly than me, but um, range five artillery is very, very hit and miss. Um, yeah, they, they were they were really powerful before because they were, they were in um, version two because they were piercing three and vicious. So if you did hit, they were basically auto-wound. So – Oh, they're still terrifying. I mean, still, mm. aside from the orc cavalry, which really have to be in one space together with their captain, um, the rest of the army is slow. So if the artillery yep. doesn't hit all those flying hammers lists, 
um, could really cause a hardship. Like 16, 18, defence 5 is really strong, especially if it's sitting in a wood, but three gets, charged with, gets charged with two flying hammers, like mm. it's coming off. That's true. I think I think Luke's list is a particularly good matchup for this because he's got the shooting if he tries to chaff with the gargoyles. Mm. Um, so, yeah. And that yeah, Trident... yeah. I, I certainly think there'll be some very tough matchups if he runs into them. The Trident Realm matchup, I mean, Snare with Melee 4 is a tough combination. Yeah, having your main hammers go to Melee 5, it can be problematic. Yeah. Hmm. I think yeah. we haven't talked about it, but... The best unit I reckon in the with the abyssal dwarf changes is the half breed unit, and um, yeah. there's a few lists that don't have them. I think they're really really good for the points. But AG yeah, I'd, I'd be more inclined, even though the grotesques are, are pretty damn good. I'd, I'd be inclined to go the cheaper option of grote- um, half breeds over grotesques. I think for my get more mm-hmm. of them on the table for the same amount of points. Not a lot of shooting in this matter. No, so we had down to have a little bit of a, and so we've we've had a brief look at all the lists, haven't we? And um, mm. I think uh, there there's no really certainly in those that we have previously known to be sitting at the top. There's certainly not a heavy amount of shooting. There's a little bit of shooting in a in a couple of other lists. Uh, what was one of yeah. those? So and, and which can just lists. two. There's two two lists with five or six hordes of shooters. There's an ogre list with well, oh, the, well, there was the night stalker list, right? So that was shooting he- heavy, and yeah, then there was an ogre um, list with four hordes of um, shooters Glenn and one horde list, of which I can. I'll just share that, which I think. And there's two forces of the abyss list, which which are quite shooty. Yep. So yeah. Glenn had the the four kindred glade stalker regiments. Oh no, he didn't have any Seaguard hordes, so it's just the four regiments. Once was Warrior. Once was Master Ken has got a very shooting list too. Yes. Yeah. Is that his typical? That's his typical. Yeah, it's very similar to what he's been running. Yeah. Five or 20. hasn't changed it in three years. Yes. Five or 21 could cause some mishap for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Right. So so if if I gave you guys one pick to who's coming out on top, Maxi. What are you picking? Uh, one sec. And while while Max is picking, D. do we have do, what, do we have some uh, Stephen D. the master? That's Stephen all. Stephen D. Let's get some predictions in the comments, guys. What, what what predictions have we got for the the winner of Clash of Kings Australia out of sixty one players? Surely so, it's got to be Kakwa. Kakwa. I, I actually, I, I was going to show this. I was going to show this as an li- interest of list. Uh, and. It, a list of interest, interest of lists. Bloody hell! He's the people's um, champion. Just ask him. <laughs> yeah. So if I share Kakwa's list, while people, we want to see, we want to see what you think in the in the comments. While I bring this up, of who's going to win, but I'm, I'm not sure if Kakwa would even know what to do with this list because it doesn't just involve pushing it forward. He's got to play in more than just the movement phase, and the, and the um. The combat phase, you know, it's got a couple of abyssal fiends, some warlocks. I think he's got to do too much. Yeah. I've played. Like he's been sure taking played. tips. He's been taking tips from Ken, I think. Yeah, for sure. Just the tips. Yeah, <laughs> I've been playing. I've played um, Adam with this list, and he he knows what he's doing. But yeah, he does he? Got to be, 
Got to be one of the dentist piece vomited on the floor again the night before. Day two. Well, he doesn't have wingmen or as many wingmen this year, does he? Oh no, they've been replaced. Oh, okay, Maxi's been replaced. There's some there's some reinforcements coming. Um, so we've got some. Someone said, which I'm assuming is his brother. I think Rob said the squid. Uh, <laughs> yeah, the squid. Will and, be uh, someone someone has said, uh, uh, and then uh, someone else has said, AG with a bullet with an option on Tucky. Yeah, Tucky could be a dark horse with those shield breakers. Mm. Yeah, I, I, that that would not surprise me. Uh, one time master, Tucky. No one's mentioned. Um... The Trashinator, but he's always got to be up there with a. Oh, is he going to be? Yeah. There? Yes, he's going to be there. So he's taking an Imperial Dwarf list. He's got what? What's the um? What's the unit that Golux Fury is an upgrade for? He's got two of those, which I thought was really interesting. Still, be, still Behemoth. Yeah, he's got. I think the base behemoth. level Steel Behemoth is still pretty good, to be honest. Do you want to throw that list up, Matt? Because yeah, I'll, I'll share. Out. I think Tracy's got his name on the trophy a few times. He's yeah. got his typical three battle drillers. Problem is, is because he's not at the table quick enough anymore because he's getting so aged that the walker takes time <laughs> to get there and the clock starts. <clears throat> so he's just got to put some shelves on his in the frame so when he when he gets to the table, he's ready to go. Yeah. yeah. So he's got three regiments of ironclad, a horde of ironclad with hammer of measured force, three Brock Rider regiments, one with Drunken Ram, one with Blessing of the Gods, one's with Boots of Striding, two Mastiff hunting packs with Mastiffs, uh, two Steel Behemoth, one with Golox Upgrade, three Battle Drillers, uh, two Dwarf Stone Priests, one with Radiance, both with Radiance of Life Dwarf, one with Periscope uh, that also has Host Shadow Beast, and uh, the other has celestial restoration. I mean, I mean, the main like all dwarf lists, the the main weakness is is speed, right? Um, particularly, like I really like battle drillers, um, but their their the biggest weakness is their speed four. He does have three units of brocks, mm. which are quite quick. Yeah, so no Ken this year. No Ken's there, mate. Just no one rates him. So. And he just submitted the same list he did last year. Yeah. So the the Radiance of Life and the Stone Priest doesn't work on the Behemoths, right? Because they're not dwarf. I think so. Yeah. Correct. Yeah. So if if he's trying to do that, someone's got to call him out on that. <laughs> yeah. They, no, I think he's, so. Yeah, I think he's just covering off the um the three units of infantry and the Brocks get it too. So it makes them mm. a if, if you can keep it close enough, it gives makes them a little bit resilient to, to shooting. Trashy's is... style is not to hang his cav away from his infantry, so they probably will be covered. Like he's very much a second line. It's also interesting that his mage has got a host shadow beast and a periscope. That's spicy. Yeah, yeah so what are his targets cool. here for host <sighs> shadow beast? Um, himself, right? Itself, yeah. Yeah. Well, the, the, well, battle no, the, the, the battle drillers. The battle drillers. Can you host shadow base those? They're an individual. Uh, equal to the cusses. It's another one of those lists where everything does something. Like he's got four units of solid dwarves, two steel behemoths, three mm. units of cavalry. That's a lot to deal with at the yeah. same time. Friendly All of it individuals. High nerve. Yeah. So I think it's more likely to be look 
looking at the battle drillers as the target given their brutal two, right? So yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, it makes more sense and combo charging yeah, increase the, the combat. That's um, that's that's really interesting. Actually, I don't think I've seen that as a combination before. But again, is going to have to rely on someone bringing him in. I mean, the one I thing is, that I reckon we should match him and Luke up again, so Luke can shit the bed against a basically no shooting dwarf list with an all flyers again, and uh, no phalanx and here. Come off, and come off second best. <laughs> Uh, oh dear. Yeah. I also find it interesting that he's ran into life, life stone priest that wants to be close to the battle line, has celestial restoration, which, which wants you to be 12 inches away. That's a. Yeah, oh, but it's it indirect, be, isn't it? It can it's be indirect. behind one part of the battle line and heal another part. Yeah, yeah. So, so maybe his target is the Brock. Something on the other side of the board. Yeah, yeah. but then again, yeah. like I said, he often has his cab. Second line, um, so and also his... interesting that he's he's obviously valued the three drillers over something like loading up mastiffs on the ironclad. I'm I'm not the convinced that like only having two mastiffs is even worth those thirty points. But mm. I'm not surprised to throwing mastiffs on the ironclad instead of the hunting packs. Yeah, because the hunting packs are typically just get shot off at first opportunity. Those ironclads will be sitting on objectives. I think. I think that's yeah. why they're there. Mm. rather than being up in the main line, but that's just a guess. Mm. The thing that's mm. missing here is the um, Dwarf Lords on Large Beasts, is that what they're called? And, yeah, and Faber. Um, and Faber. And the little Sharp dude, shooters, Heavy Hand. The Formation. He's not taking yeah. any of the, the typical stuff. As ever, it's a, a list that's got people asking questions, so it's classic. Classic, uh, classic trash, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yep. I, yeah, I so um, you know, yeah, I mean, again, it's it's one of those things, right? That yeah, you wouldn't be surprised if he if he just pops up, no, um, pops up towards the top. But yeah, I think um, I think that it, it is potentially more likely that uh, it may not be Trish's year. But I would love to see some HSB battle driller combos. Actually, I think the battle drillers are underrated as is. Oh, it's very cool. And at a pinch, it can go on one of the stone priests. You know, if the, the three battle Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. Like late game, you need, yeah. you need <laughs> you the job done. You've, you've got the – who who was it who was talking about um, Jeff calculating the, the the odds the other day and just having just enough? You know, if the battle drillers are into something and there's another unit that needs a few extra wounds, then a stone priest with a shadow beast could certainly do it. Mm. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Any uh any final comments you guys want to get out into the universe before uh before we wind it up? Oh, I wish I could be there. Oh, oh we wish too, mate. <sighs> Looking forward to miss it. our favourite little fella. Can't can't wait to play Kakwa round three. <laughs> Someone's got to pick him up off the bathroom floor after he passes out. It's no, that's going to be me. That's, that's pre bathroom bathroom floor. That's round three. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. Well, uh, thanks for joining us. Thanks to those of you in the comments. We'll release this as an episode two when I get it edited up, probably by the end of the week. Uh, I also think the Direct Misfire guys will have a little bit of a list chat on their episode, which may drop later in the week as well. So give that a listen. Uh, Clash of Kings Australia is on Friday week because it is a public holiday, so running the Friday, Saturday of the Australia Day long weekend. 
And uh, yeah, hopefully, hopefully, good times had by all, uh, and we'll get uh, plenty of pictures and hopefully plenty of coverage up. And let's just see if um, Paul can make the filthiest list in the place work. You know. <laughs> Not a All right. halflings. Go halflings. Danny yeah, yeah. Yeah. And Danny represent halflings. I actually what I did like about Danny's list is the heroes of Hoddenberg. I, I'm I'm building that too as a horde. I quite like that in the halfling list. Mm. I mean I don't think it's the I don't think it's the power option, but um, it's another beautiful another beautiful army. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Danny's armies are always uh, very nice looking. All right, guys. Thanks for joining me, and until next time, keep countercharging. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you next time on Countercharge. Please let us know what you thought of the show by emailing us at counterchargepodcast at gmail.com, on Twitter at countercharge15, or by commenting on the Countercharge Kings of War podcast Facebook group. If you enjoy the show, you can help others find out about it by leaving positive reviews on iTunes. Until next time, keep countercharging. Music is a composition of Kevin McLeod and is licensed under Creative Commons.